hard to do what it is if it's like a headless monster. You know, I was pretty happy with that one gerbils the other night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good pizza. Yeah. Fat wallets and empty hearts. Which... Fat wallets empty hearts. It's insane how little musicians get. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you're interested in supporting not just me, but any musician that you like, one of the best ways to do that, it sounds old school because it is, is purchase their music. Uh, purchase their merch, you know. Uh, hey guys, this is Mark from Rat Rod. Hi, this is Mikey P from Skell. Hey, this is Jeff from the Bell Jumpers. Probably just be, I mean, probably be cool to be awesome. This is Duck Fest and the band's in the Come on, baby, if you can. If you really lose, baby, I'm your man, go lose, baby. 
hear us on the radio side here now they can hear us <laughs> whoops whoops so uh no intro video on the video side today maybe i'll play it later like at the end because that doesn't make any sense at all um anyway we are on episode number 689 in the pennsylvania rock show with me tonight is justin townsend who is Dang. from ironside <laughs> skies of Terra. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, we were talking all kinds of stuff, jobs, um, just all kinds of stuff. Um, I have a new computer that I'm using tonight, which is part of the problem. But anyway, we're like 13 minutes in. Uh, I just got done playing um, a new song from Eden on Fire. Uh, that was Listen to Me. Then you heard the intro track. And then we played the Cheats, Cussing, Crying, Carrying It On, and Dragline. You're going to lose. And uh, now we're live with Justin. <laughs> hey. Ho- hopefully it's working on the radio and the video side. Um, hey, we can only hope, right? Let's see. Kick isn't working. That doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> Kick.com. Uh, it is, if you're not familiar, a really, really cool um, new streaming venture. It's in beta. And for some reason, it will not let me connect live. So... Someday I may be on kick, but not tonight. <laughs> um, I do want to mention that we are coming to you from music from the 412.com, build both of those from the Pittsburgh area, um, oldiesxl.com from Philadelphia, xrpradio.co.uk from the Highlands of Scotland, 107.1 FM KFGD and megarockradio.net in St. Louis, Missouri, ruderoradio.com. In, on the beaches of San Diego, California. And I feel like I forgot someone, and I say that every week. Hopefully I got them all in. If not, go to buildthescene.com slash pars, P-A-R-S hyphen schedule. Pars, P-A rock show. It's a terrible abbreviation, but that's what it is. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, if you are watching us live on the video... There is a you can comment, and we may or may not see it. <laughs> oh, we should be able to see it, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Between sleep, sleep deprivation and other things, like we'll we'll power through it. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Well, you know, with my with my screen set up the way it is with the split screen, when I click on comments, 
everything that you and I see about each other disappears and I can only see the comments. <laughs> so um, we'll make it that's work. Hard. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> so I have a few questions about the skies of Terra thing. Oh um, boy. <laughs> the first one being, what's the deal with that? <laughs> What's the deal with it? Are you are you talking in regards of the remix EP? Yeah. Like, how did that come about? Are you guys planning on going out and playing that stuff? What what's what's the plan? So so there's a huge backstory with this, but to make a long story short with the remix EP is that after if I can remember correctly, after we drop the party is over, um we had a lot of like internal issues with the band and that's why it's no longer like an actual band. If that's what you even wanted to call it to begin with. Um, so Cletus and I kind of like, we thought about it and it's like, we could just, we could do pretty much whatever we want at this point. We can like have people remix them. Like we can remix them. We can do whatever we want with these tracks. And after it sat for a while, which one of these animals are coming into my room? It's probably my cat. <laughs> <clears throat> but it sat for a while um, and it's leading more into the other internal issues. This, this cat just comes in and thinks she like ends the spot. Um, <laughs> but we, we dropped the party is over. Um, we did a couple of shows. Chris ended up having a child. Um, there is a huge, lack of communication mostly on our front um of you know wanting to do this and move forward and stuff like that um liam had a huge problem with us not having a bassist or a drummer for the entire duration um and we still wanted to like cletus and i still wanted to do something that was music related but we had a show that was scheduled it was last year's for july 23rd i want to say it was going to be our last show until we kind of figured everything out but a lot of things went south with that so we kind of just like put it all on the back burner for a little bit until everyone was able to reset um so whenever everything reset you know chris made his mind up of like not jumping back into the band liam he he works like a ton. So we just kind of leave him be he's, he even told me he's pretty much done with music at this point. And, you know, I got to respect that he works like 75 hours a week. He's a maniac. Um, but you know, when everything came back, he said, like, remember that idea that we had about remixing? And I said, yeah, for some reason, Cletus has this niche about him of where he can, he's able to gravitate toward other musicians and they gravitate toward him. So he found a bunch of other people that are able to like remix. He found, uh, he came across Dylan Edwards from Fellowship, an amazing band um, from Virginia. Um, he did a remix of With Your Blood. Um, I think XOR, I think he's from some completely different country. I don't even, I don't even know where or how he found him. Um, so he re remixed a bunch of songs. Cletus remixed one himself. So... <clears throat> It was more so of like just the idea of it happening and there was a ton of time 
from whenever the party was ever was dropped up until like now. So it was more so something of a buffer for whenever we actually release new material. Um, you know, call us stream catchers, but you know, we're still, we're still chasing it. So that's going to be more of a, a studio project then. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it, it, it yeah, it's going to be a studio project at least for the time being. Um, would you stop it? <laughs> what are you meowing at? That, you knock it that, off? that cat is going to end up on your shoulders before this video is over. <laughs> she's literally right by my leg. Like she's going to jump. She's going to find a way to jump on this chair and it's going to really upset me. Um, it's going to be a studio project for the time being. Um, it's mainly just been whenever we had the, um, I guess we can call it a fallout. Um, but it was after everything kind of got, Cletus got himself straight. You know, I started to kind of like venture into different, different avenues and stuff like that. He, he came back and he sat down for, I think literally like anywhere between five to seven days and he just wrote a plethora of instrumentals and he brought them to my attention and i asked him i said are you asking me to be a vocalist again and he said i'm not gonna ask anybody else and i said okay well i guess i'm gonna do that now um yeah it, it's 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 going to just be him and i um we, we still get together and write um vocals we'd still do vocals together we still write write lyrics we still critique everything that we do um or i help him critique everything that he does because i'm uh what's that instrumentally challenged <laughs> yes i was gonna yeah. say inept or the r word but i can't say that um, <laughs> yeah, um thanks <laughs> hey no problem no problem it's 2023 <laughs> i can't get in trouble um <laughs> So we, we still do all that. We still critique everything that, that goes on. Um, there, there's a slight chance of possibly having like a studio drummer involved. Um, the, the chances of us performing these, these songs live is uh, slim to none. Uh, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate because the songs that we have been working on are, are bangers to say the absolute least. Um, but it's we're doing it for different reasons we're not making merch we're not performing these songs live you know um <clears throat> we're just taking it a different route and taking it slow and very delicately as diligently as we possibly can because we don't want to um we don't want to rush things kind of like when we did with the last ep that we dropped so we're kind of you know letting it take its course cool hey we're gonna take a short break we're gonna listen to Worlds Collide, the XOR remix featuring Seethe. And we're, we're going to get to Patrick a little bit later, too. Um, <laughs> with that said, uh, up next is Worlds Collide by Skies of Terra. And uh, on the video side, we'll see what you get to see.
back on the radio and on the video side with Justin from Skies of Terra and <clears throat> look at me, Skies of Terra and <laughs> why did I blank Ironside? <laughs> there you go. That one's playing out. Can't remember that one. Ironside. <laughs> All right. So I mentioned that we were going to talk about Patrick later. Um, so Patrick was featured there as Seethe. Mm-hmm. And um, we were going to play a song a little later on with Demo Demon, where Patrick is and the Yeti are featured as Nine Stitch Method. Um, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so... I definitely I, I listened to the original version of Worlds Collide today, and then this version, mm-hmm. and it is very very different, almost different enough that I was willing to play them back to back, which probably would get me in trouble uh, <laughs> with the uh, with the uh, royalty people on music from the four one two. So I didn't do it. <laughs> hey, that's more than fine. But like, clearly, it's the same words. And that's about all that I would say is similar. <laughs> yeah, the thing is with that is like we mainly wanted to kind of like put it in the hands of whoever is remixing it. Like that producer, whoever's going to produce this this edition of the song, it's it's all fair game. You know what I mean? It's like like add what you want, you know, put any effect on that you want, you know, just as long as the core value of the song is kept then it's all fine. And everything that has came back has just, it's been absolutely amazing. It's been incredible actually hearing it um, from like, you know, a year ago, whenever we were planning on doing it to actually hearing it, it's like two completely different worlds. It's, it's absolutely insane. Crazy Um, talented too. So you said you don't even know where XOR is from. No. I think Cletus found him. He like, I guess he found him on like Instagram or something. He follows him, and he again like Cletus has this natural ability to just go into another musician's DMs and like they're all of a sudden like working together. It's it's insane. I don't know how he does it because anytime I do it, like I come off as like some pretentious, you know, whatever, and. It's not my intention, but it's just, I guess, how I, I come off. But, yeah, he just he has that ability to just, like, click with somebody musically. And it's, I don't know, it's worked out in the favor. Hello, Kat. You want to come up? There you go. <laughs> I'm telling you, shoulders, that's where where the cat is headed. I see a tail. <laughs> yep, yep, this is, this is real. This is real. Um. So you, you, I, I really don't know if I want to bring this up, but you told me that you had some things you wanted to talk about on the metal scene side of things here in Pittsburgh. Oh, geez, man. And you've been doing such a good job so far at, at keeping yourself leveled. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's so, man, dude, I, I, I don't even want to like, I don't want to get into it or like throw out any sort of like, like, you know, you shouldn't be saying that this and that, but it's like, I don't know, man. All right, come on. You got to go. <clears throat> Just, I, I see it more so of like falling apart. I see it falling apart in the sense of, 
I see it in two different things. There are there's there's way too many clicks that are involved, and I see it falling apart more so in the sense of like other things that are more than that are like pretty much taking over the local scene as a whole. And I'm talking like cover bands and tribute acts and stuff like that. It's very very difficult. You just you just scored points on Rocky's scoreboard, just so you know. <laughs> hey. It, it is what it is, man. Like I, I see it constantly, and I it's it's sort of disgusting to me, in a sense, because like as a metal like death deathcore guy, I know how everyone feels about deathcore, but you know whatever. As a deathcore guy, metal guy, like in those kind of acts, it's very difficult to like present that product to anyone who goes ahead and like runs a business or runs a venue or anything like that it's somewhat difficult in a local sense because they don't want to attract people who you know drink and have the potential of like flipping tables and stuff like that and it's like it's not even what it's about man like there's no table flipping i guarantee you that right now people drink but if they drink they're bringing you money but it's you know the the cover bands and tribute acts that goes ahead and that falls along the audience that actually goes to these shows. <clears throat> it's there, while you're thinking real quick, doc rock says he agrees with you. Um, he is the host of the metal shop one Oh one on music from the four one two castle black radio and like nine other stations all over the world. So um, he gets it, you know, it's, yep. and it's not like, I'm not throwing any shade saying that there's no talent involved, but it's just, it sucks because of the fact of like, there's people that are, you know, blowing up and doing all these shows and, you know, getting calls and all this stuff all because they're playing someone else's stuff. And that's kind of like, you know, that's very discouraging to anyone else in the music scene, the clicks and all that stuff. However, that's something a little bit different because there's like other people that are like, Hey, can you, we jump on a show? And it's like, eh, we'll get back to you. And they never do. Or it's like, hey, man, we can work together. They never hit you up. You know, it's that kind of stuff. It's very discouraging. And it's 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 spread throughout, like, the entire music scene as a whole. It just, it, it, it I don't know. In order for any of this stuff to kind of, like, to kind of revitalize itself, it's like, be a little bit more open to working with other people that actually have something to offer. Because you never know what, someone else can bring to the table or like beef your song up or anything like that. Like, I don't know. It's a, a thing of like working together, even like even simple advice. You know what I mean? Just little things like that. I see it more so falling apart from like, I don't know, just these, these cover bands and tribute acts. Like I see other people doing it and it's cool. It gets them on stage a little bit more, but it's like, I don't know. No one else wants to go and give, a random band that's coming through, say Casey's or the smiling moose. They don't want to give them a shot, but the moment they see, I don't know. Um, Cranberry's tribute act. Oh man. <laughs> Here, take my money. Here's 50 bucks. Here's another 20 as a tip. Um, hold on one second. Here we go. Uh, doc responding. It's crazy how oversaturated the cover bands are in Pittsburgh. And then we have the aeronaut, the aeronaut saying, tell him, Justin. <laughs> you get it. 
You understand. Um, so the thing, <clears throat> and if you listen to the bands that were in the Sunset Strip or the bands that came out of the grunge era out of Seattle, they talk about hanging out with each other and playing at the same places. And, and some of them lived in, I, I watched a, um, I'm going to completely Cantrell, Jerry Cantrell. I watched a documentary where he was talking about living in, in, in the manager's basement with, um, oh, I can't think of his name, but it was a member of Pearl jam. They were living together in a manager's basement. It, it, all of that is, is bands working together and, and you know, and once once one of them hit, they all hit. Yeah, and it's so it's, it, it, like I sort of understand the fact of like you know, but it's it seems very it seems more tight knit, and it's only tight knit only if you're like involved. You know what I mean? Whereas it's like, it needs to be everybody tight knit. Yeah, it's like everyone yeah. help each other out. You know, throw each other a bone, jump on the show, like do this, do that, like trade shows. You know, come out to support will come out to support it's you know that's how everything flows it flows nicely and it's like most of the time it's like like i will admit i am super tired all the time but if like in like my feed is flooded with a bunch of nonsense so if i don't know if someone says like hey man like they bring it to my attention like hey man i'm performing at this show on said date and I'll be like, okay, I can see what I got going on. If I got nothing going on, like, yeah, bro, I'll come out. Like, it's that simple. It's that easy. You know what I mean? And hey, Justin, I don't just know. for do you know who the aeronaut is? <sighs> Maybe we can get get the aeronaut to tell us who who they are. <laughs> I I know someone brought it to my attention, and it's it, it's. I don't either. So hopefully, hopefully they let us know in the chat because clearly they, they agree with our conversation. Um, yeah, please let me know. Cause I, I'm terrible with remembering things. Uh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just trying to throw them a little bit of, of airtime. If, if, yeah, if we could, yeah, no, you're, let's see. You're good. You're oh, it's Cletus. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no wonder. <laughs> Hi, Cletus. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm like, I, I remember seeing the name and I can't remember where I like where I seen it from. Yeah, there he is. Richard Coleman saying, yo, there he is. Better late than never. <laughs> Hostile front, the boys. Okay, so now I forget what I mean. Oh, we were talking about trying to get the scene to to, to yeah, just just be a little bit more open you know what i mean it's yeah. just like you know just not i don't know man it, it's just something that's been discouraging for quite a while and it's more so from like even on the somewhat inside looking in or even the outside looking in it's just like damn man it's like we can do a whole lot better we can do a whole lot better and make this scene actually something that like something that is almost like a wreck, like a force to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? It's just something that can be a whole lot better. And I know people are going to say like, you know, the, the scene's better than it ever has been. It's like, I highly doubt that. I highly doubt I, that. Being, being the person I am and, and 
it's weird. I'm not a musician, but I've been involved in the scene since 1996. So, and and like multi-genre involved. And so when I say like the scene needs to be more supportive, I mean everybody, not just metal scene to metal scene. You know, my favorite things are going to festivals where you have multiple genres and not necessarily genres that I'm into. It's just cool to see them all interact and get along and, and, you know, help each other out. Yeah. And there Um, there can be definitely something that you dig there. You could be like a singer songwriter that you're not even into that kind of stuff, but it's like, 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 damn man, that person has the voice of an angel. It's incredible to me. And it's like, you start talking and you, that's like, that's a form of networking. You know what I mean? And it's just something I feel like is like somewhat of a lost art. You know, it's just, it's difficult. It's discouraging, you know, like I'm still in it and that's my opinion on it, but Hey man, take it for what it is. Take it with a grain of salt. You can hate me all you want, but at this point I really don't care. <laughs> hey, um, let's take a, another short break. We're going to listen to Ironside state of control. And on the video side, you're going to get to find out who wins some tickets and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, guys, it is time for me to give away two tickets to the drive-by truck. You can't save yourself. You can't save yourself. 
Hey, we are back, and uh, I think I have us live on everything right now. <laughs> there we go. Um, for those of you that are just tuning in, I am using a brand new computer and, and setup, and I have lots of stuff going on at the same time. We are live on the radio. We are live all over social media, and uh, later we will be Memorex on the Roku, and uh, we will air on video-wise, and we will be airing on Music from the 412s over the airway station and all kinds of radio stations, all kinds of stuff going on here at the Pennsylvania Rock Show and Build the Scene and everywhere else that I'm a part of. <laughs> uh, First Angel Media, Music from the 412. Um, there are other places. Music, uh, Rock for Life. I just was at a Rock for Life show. I do their website, take photos. Anyway, um, so we just heard the song um, State of Control by Ironside. And uh, I'm going to let you tell us about that. Uh, well, <clears throat> Ironside is something that I literally just like jumped into. Um, I'm not a hardcore guy. It's still very new to me. It's still very different. Um the cadences are still, or they're just straight to the point, you know. Um, whenever, like they, they have the ability. Again, I'm instrumentally challenged. I can't touch a guitar without getting incredibly frustrated. So I leave, I leave that to them. They wrote the song, um, and I said, "What's the song going to be called?" And he said, we're going to name it after the, the, our, um, our demo. Who's scratching? <laughs> These animals are insane to me. Um, he said, we're, dude, what is it? <laughs> what are you doing? His cats are invading the studio. <laughs> Come on. Well, that's going on. Um, I will mention songs that we have coming up. As long as I meet my deadlines, we will hear from, Demo Demon featuring Nine Stitch Method, and that song is called Revolution. We're going to hear Six Bar Break, Dogs of War, and The Crowning, Will I Make It Home, as long as I hit my deadlines. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying here. He's, he's dog and his cat, man. They don't want to leave me alone. Um, <laughs> but I said we're going to name it State of Control. So I said, okay, State of Control. I, I wrote, I think I wrote like a one, uh, I wrote lyrics for it, and they didn't, they weren't vibing. So I'm just thinking of like, you know, like state of control, you know, like um, I, I thought of like, like prison terms for some reason. I watch a lot of stuff on A&E and stuff like that. So I'm thinking of like, you know, just like this straight violent-esque kind of lyrics. So I literally wrote about just like 
I don't know, like a completely different, like eat, like alter ego, I guess, like a different side of pretty much any, like any person of like, you see someone you really can't stand or you see something going on that you want to take care of yourself, but you can't. So I just kind of like put that in the lyrics of just violence. I don't know. It's just, it, it's a different way of writing. You know, to say the absolute least it has been fun. Um, it's just, it's just something that's still still new to me of trying to like get everything down. Everyone says I'm doing a great job, but I'm, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to that kind of thing. So something else, not so much band band oriented, but you have been in a bunch of really cool photos lately. Um, there's one, <laughs> one in, in the woods with look like rusted out trains. Um, yeah. Uh, some some really cool ones that one sticks out in my mind right off the bat there was another one i want to say like there's shadow over you maybe some smoke Um, yeah yeah so erica actually contacted me and she wanted to do shots because i did shots before um with my neighbor's brother Braden. dude's like he Dude's 21, an absolute animal behind the camera. He does video for cars. He does photo shoots for cars and all that stuff. So, you know, I asked him, I said, would you mind taking shots of me for like, it it was for something I was going to do for Rocky, but that completely fell under the wayside. And again, Rocky, I'm sorry, I'm a loser. But listen, there's not not the loser (laughs) thing, what I'm going to say. There's a whole list of names that were supposed to do that, and it still hasn't happened. (laughs) it's just everything gets just it gets so hectic so quick and it's just like it fell completely apart um but i asked him to do that and he said you're like my first human subject because he normally takes pictures of cars so i'd post those and stuff like that and then erica hit me up and she said i want to do shots and i said okay cool um so the first bit of shots that we did uh that went extremely well um she's absolutely amazing when it comes to the camera work the that shoot there whenever you're talking about the rusted out cars uh we went out to um oh man dude i forget what the place is called but it's like an abandoned prison it's out by altoona went out there we did shots there and she said that the abandoned train cars are not too far away from here i said okay so let's go and not too far away from there means like 45 minutes so I was like, okay, this, that's dope. Um, went out there, and there's like no trespassing signs, and there was like a dude right by the gate, like practicing his golf swing. I was like, I don't know, like I don't think we should be doing this. And she said, No, come on. And she just walks around the gate like it's nothing. I said, Okay, I guess we're gonna get a trespassing charge. So we go, we go through, and it's like way back in the woods. Uh, a, like a guy, he like bought all these train cars to go ahead and he was going to restore them and refurbish them and resell them, I believe, but he got too old. He has like well over a hundred train cars sitting on this property that are essentially, I think by the end of the year are going to be scrapped or sold to like a different party. Um, The spot's going to be bulldozed. The stuff that's inside the actual building that's on the property are all the restored cars that he does have that he did do. Those are going to be sold 
So I guess mainly like she wanted to take a like one last shoot there at that spot before everything was all gone. Um, and let me tell you, bro, it was sketchy. It was sketchy walking <laughs> through those cars. There were so well, many risks of like tetanus and like disease and like mold. And I was like, oh, falling through the floor. That's another problem. Well, they turned out amazing to the point that John and I were having a conversation of trying to figure out where it was. <laughs> yeah, she's so dude. Yeah, Erica's amazing behind the camera. Erica Ray Photography on Facebook. Go ahead and look her up. Um, I don't want to cut you short, but I did mention all three songs that I wanted to fit in, and we yeah, missed. Man, go ahead. We missed my now. time, but um. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to check out Ironside, it's Facebook.com/slash Ironside PGH. Um, you guys have a show coming up. One maybe you want to mention. We do actually. Um, let's see here. I got to look at my calendar because I'm absolutely terrible. Um, we were going to have a show. Um, just this past Sunday, but something happened with Tribal Gaze, which ended up being a family emergency, so that show got canceled. I think it's going to be postponed. Um, let's see here. We have one October 16th at Preserving Underground, and then we will be in Clearfield, PA on October 21st. So, yeah, uh, yeah. The preserving and the underground. Which stage are you on there? Do you know? I believe it's going to be the underground stage. Um, okay. It's definitely not going to be upstairs. I don't, I don't think it's going to be upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I want to thank you for hanging out with me. Um, don't go anywhere. We're going to go off the air, but you and I are going to chat a little bit more. Um, yeah. We're we're going to listen to Revolution by Demo Demon featuring Nine Stitch Method, uh, Six Bar Break, Dogs of War, and the crowning song "Will I Make It Home Today." Sorry, well, I make it home. I added today for some reason. Anyway, uh, we'll see you on episode 690 next week.
faces So long since I said goodbye Here I am in the war again Little ones keep asking why Don't know if I am gonna make it out alive And I began to wonder Begin to wonder. Will I 